Jensen Button, Max Verstappen, Esteban Ocon, Daniel Ricardo, Sergio Perez, Christian Horner, Nicholas Latifi, Antonio Giovinazzi, Will Buxton, Jamie Chadwick, Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton, Yuki Sonoda, Nico Hulkenberg, Serena Williams, Charles Leclerc, Gunter Steiner, Jerry Hollowell, Tiffany Cromwell, Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, Lance Stroll, George Russell, Total Wolf, Sebastian Vettel, Pierre Gasly, Fernando Alonso, Alex Albon, Martin Brundle, Nick Schumacher, Roman Grosjean, Kimi Raikkonen. Hello, this is Roommates. We are some Americans discussing Formula One ephemera and recent events. I'm Andy. I'm Amelia. And I'm David. Tommy cannot be with us. He is in his native land right now, returning to the soil. Uh, Amelia, what serial mascot would you choose to take the only vacant seat left in the grid for 2022 in Alpha? Without a doubt, it's going to be the Kashi Good Friends Best Friends. You might remember the serial. It was a high fiber serial from Kashi that had some pretty weird marketing and was actually taken out of the lineup a couple of years ago, but each of the box would feature usually like some, like one person of color and one white person smiling together over a giant bowl of cereal. Uh, <laughs> there was some variation in the theme over the years. Like I think once it was two Asian women, um, but that's the general idea. I don't think that can like cashy good friends is like, you pick like 12 people. Okay. So you have to pick a Kashi good friend. Okay, then I think I want... Um, I mean, I'm looking at them. They're they're great. They really do look like good friends. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're like actual people. I thought they'd be like cartoon. No, they're, they're real people. Yeah. If I can't have two good friends, I'll choose the Barbara's Puffin Puffin. I Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to go with. <laughs> There's an Ann Coulter good friends, which is just two pictures of Ann Coulter, which is amazing. <laughs> David, who would you choose if we had to pick a serial mascot to... Race in Formula One next year. I think it would be a misguided uh, attempt for like inclusion and diversity, and uh, they'd probably they'd go with Count Chocula. I think. How and is I, that inclusion and diversity? Is been, isn't he a person oh, of color? It would be. I don't. He's Slavic. He's a. He's a. <laughs> he's colorish. I don't think he is. I don't even think he's like. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I just always thought. I just always thought he was representative of, you know, diversity and inclusion. I don't know. You know, there's plenty of. Eastern Europeans that have been Are there in. any Norwegian or sorry, Scandinavian cereals that we know? Muesli? <laughs> just, just straight muesli. Yeah, just the like, muesli gnome or something. I bet there's like a beloved muesli mascot in Finland. His name is like Clacko or something. Yeah, He's yeah. Just... Well, before we get too off track, um, no pun in pun. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. Um, my particular pick was going to be the Tricks Rabbit because I think he's like he's got something to prove. He's like scrappy. <laughs> um Anyways, so David, I wanted to give you 90 seconds up top to speak your piece about Max Verstappen um, not checking on Lewis Hamilton after driving over his head last week in Monza. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll try to keep it to a tight 90. Uh, yeah. Let's start the clock because I know I know you <laughs> have opinions on this. Just to Well, it's not even an hold on, hold on, hold on, because I want to get, I want to make sure people know that it wasn't last week. It was two weeks ago at Monza. There was a crash between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton in which Max Verstappen literally drove over Lewis Hamilton. Everyone is fine. The crash was a racing incident, but it looked very scary at the time. And then Max got out of the car and like walked back to the pit and people felt away about the fact that Max did not make sure that Lewis, who he had just kind of driven on top of, was okay. So I wanted to give David 90 seconds to speak his piece on the issue. So are you ready? 
I think the intro was like 180 seconds, but I will, I, I agree to the terms. Ready? And go. go. Okay. All right. So first of all, the characterization of him not checking is, is basically uh, direct, like a direct outcome of the, how the race was portrayed uh, on television. Uh, there were no, there were no good angles to show what Max did when he did it, except for one. And it wasn't even talked about. Um, so there's one pretty clear angle uh, where you can see Max getting out and then Lewis trying to back his car out from under Max. Um, and you can see Max looks at him and just kind of goes, whatever, dude. So, I mean, at that point, like, I don't, I don't know what you want him to do. Like Lewis is still trying to race. Max is out of the race. Max knows Lewis is out of the race. And he also knows Lewis is seemingly okay. Uh, and I do want to, so there is an article. So Lewis was through some barbs at Max this week and Max responded and blah, blah, blah. And talk about that if we want, but there is a quote. So from F1.com, it says some were surprised that Max Verstappen walked away from his collision with Hamilton in Italy without checking to see if he was okay. But Verstappen didn't feel it was necessary based on the circumstances. And then they have a quote from Max and he says, well, I mean, there are a lot of hypocrites in the world. That's for sure. I mean, I jumped out of the car. I looked to the left and he is of course still trying to reverse shaking the wheel, trying to get under out from under my car. So I think he was absolutely fine. I think that pretty much says it all. Like, I don't know. I don't know what he was supposed to do. Go over there and shake his rival's hand as his rival's trying to, to continue to race. And see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with you that the argument that Lewis was trying to back out from under the car and was clearly still driving was like a reasonable answer to why Max didn't check on him. But I mean, still, though, don't get me wrong. Max probably did not want to check on him. He was probably like, F this. Yeah, uh, I, I, I believe that. Um, but the fact of the matter is he looked, he saw he was cool. And at that point, he's just like, whatever, dude, have the rest of your weekend. I'm going to take mine. So. I'm going to go get a cool, weird Dutch beverage. Amelia, how do you feel about that? Do you have an opinion? Not one that we haven't really discussed. Like, I, it was a racing incident. Max and Lewis will continue taking turns, like kind of being a little bit passive aggressive towards each other on social media. It is what it is. Great. Chaos. <laughs> I love it. I hope they crash out of every race the rest of the <laughs> year. Uh, do we have any more to say on this topic? I feel like this has been well covered. I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. I think it's good. I got a few list of random things I wanted to touch on. There is some news this week that Volkswagen is going to be more or less taking over when Red Bull, Red Bull's done with Honda engines next year. Um, Volkswagen. Farfignugan. Anyways, it's kind of one of these dry stories where it's like what they're building won't actually be on the track until 2026. But I do think the interesting news here is, you know, everyone had questions when Alex Albon signed to Williams last week because Williams is very is aligned with Mercedes and Alex is a Red Bull driver. And when Alex signed to Williams, they asked Christian Horner, Don Dada of Red Bull, does Alex still have ties to Red Bull? And Christian gave an extremely uh, vague answer. So I think there's a little bit of another shoe dropping here where it's like Williams kind of wants to pull away, especially because Williams is kind of a team on the rise. Could see them kind of wanting to move a little bit out of Mercedes' shadow. And one good way for them to do that is to start buddying up to Red Bull. And Alex is going to be driving a Mercedes-powered car for 
at least one season, which means potentially he'll be doing corporate espionage, which I think is funny because then you can say Bon, Albon, Alex Albon. That was a long way to get to that joke. He wouldn't say it very well either. He, he, no, he'd be terrible at it. It was a good joke. Solid joke. It was better on paper. But um, there's an interesting wrinkle there where like, that's an angle that I don't think anyone really considered when we were trying to figure out who was going to sign where. Yeah. Um, maybe that explains also by why DeBotas uh, didn't sign with Williams is Williams didn't want a Mercedes driver. Yeah. And I think whether or not it's true that there's, you know, a strategic advantage to having Al- Albon go from Red Bull to Williams in a Mercedes engine powered car, whether or not that's true or not, I think the end result is Mercedes is kind of losing clout here. I don't think it's necessarily Mercedes losing clout as much as it's just the clout being redistributed. Right. There's a, a finite amount of clout and like you said, <laughs> just being redistributed. Clout can be neither created nor destroyed. It can only be redistributed. Well, it's strange to me because you wouldn't think of any of these customer teams wanting to go against Mercedes's will. So yeah, in a weird way, it does suggest that there's some doubt that with the new regulations, Mercedes will have that sort of clout, that sort of dominance, you know, have their thumbs basically on or over these teams, whatever the expression is. Um, it is weird to me that VW is the partner for Red Bull. It almost made me kind of like loudly groan because like you hear all these things about Audi and Porsche and you mm-hmm. know whatever. And then they're like, yeah, we, uh, Mills. <laughs> we, we, swung this, we swung this deal so that maybe VW could latch on and, you know, share some of their ideas. And it's like, uh, are we sure? Are you sure we want them? Yeah. Like, it's not as exciting as Porsche or Audi, but keep in mind they're losing Honda, which is like not exactly a thrilling car brand either. I mean, I know it has a long history of racing and stuff, but it's still, you know, you think of Honda in America, you think of Honda Civics, which is a very reliable car, but like at least VW is like good gas mileage, German engineering, you know? Um, We can make a brief comment on Haas though, because it is funny. To those who don't know, Haas announced that they had re-signed both their drivers for 2022, and the drivers both hate each other, apparently. And uh, the picture they posted, it was just a picture of the two of them, and the caption just said, confirmed. Congratulations. You know, like, there will be drivers. This is like me telling my family that my now ex-girlfriend and I are coming up for Thanksgiving or something. It's like, they know it's not going, but we're going to be there. Like, yeah. We will show up. Uh, TBD on the rest. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about Sochi and the Russian Grand Prix, which is this weekend. Sochi has been around since, what, 2014? It's always been won by Mercedes. Vladimir Putin will be on the podium, probably, because, you know. You know he's been on the podium before, right? That's not surprising at all. It's a rather famous and or infamous podium celebration. So Lewis won that year. I don't know what year it was, 2016 or something. He starts spraying champagne, and he gets champagne all down Vladimir Putin's back. (laughs) like which it's great uh lewis kind of douses him with champagne lewis hamilton welcome to the resistance (laughs) um so it's supposed to rain which is cool possibly not i mean the paddock and everything was flooded so was that the rain or was that an infrastructure problem i don't know i can't find any good reporting on it anyways yeah rain cool uh, Valtteri Bottas excels at this track. So Merck dominance, Terry Bottas in his element. The Terry Bottas in the elements is less good. Well, then maybe right. he'll take out 10 people again and we'll have a weird race. Um, David, what's your like informed opinion on what's going to happen at Sochi? Um, 
I hope it's wet at some point because Sochi is one of the worst tracks and they're getting rid of it. And thank you. This is um, last year, right? No, it's got another one or two. St. Petersburg doesn't come in until like 2024 or 2023 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we still have like maybe one or two of these. They're not great races. The third sector is a joke. It's just a bunch of right angles. Um, they fit this track around a stupid Olympic torch that's why you get that weird igloo turn which is like kind of a cool turn like it's a high speed to those that don't know there's just like a half circle in the track which is just not a feature you see in very many race tracks yeah usually those types of turns get you know people going because you could see cars go side by side but the problem is nobody's close to anyone heading into that right angle turn right yeah. before the half circle so it's a nightmare. It's an ugly track. It's in the middle of like a harbor, you know, it's like cargo boxes or it's just awful. It's kind of sad to me that Valtteri chose this track to be good at, you know, it's like, does one choose the track one is good at? I mean, I feel like it's ordained, you know? Yeah. I don't know what he did to deserve this, but uh, this is the fate that he has. Um, and he has to make the best of it. Like he's probably excited. He knows Max is going to have a three place grid penalty. Max will probably take a new engine. That puts him pretty much, you know, head to head with Lewis. He's gotten the best of Lewis at this track multiple times. So if there's one time to have another great weekend, this would be it for Val. So we'll see. And he's got a new, I think he's got a new engine himself, right? He took one last week. Yeah. Yeah. He took a new engine, not last week, two weeks ago. Yeah. But so Max has a three place penalty from the crash. So the thinking is that he'll take a new engine and you take a new engine. You start at the back of the pack. I will say that. This track isn't historically good for Max. I don't think he's ever been on the podium. So you would think like, okay, take an engine, whatever. But if it's going to be wet, that's kind of a bummer because I could see Max putting it P2, P1 in wet quality and having to take a grid penalty, whether that's with a new engine or not, we'll see. But it looked like it was good timing. And now it kind of feels with the wet coming in, like maybe there's a little bit of a missed opportunity to turn a Mercedes track into a Red Bull win. But I think if you look at the bigger picture, you probably just have to take the engine and hope you make it to the end. Amelia, how do you feel about this? Yeah, I was just looking at the chart for the event. Yeah, what are the stars saying? Initially, when I looked at it, I thought that it did look better for Mercedes coming in as the winner um, for, what is it, like eight years running, nine years running? Yeah. And I think that is still probable, but then I compare the event chart to Max's chart and Lewis's chart, and it does seem more favorable for Max. Mm. So, you know, I think in general, the testimony of the event chart has been stronger than the individual driver's charts from a predictive standpoint. So I'm still going to go with what my event chart analysis said, which was more towards the Mercedes side of things. But I did think it was interesting. Um, And so maybe that will manifest for Max in making the most out of his grid penalties, whether that's, you know, just taking a three-place grid penalty and then saving the, um, you know, engine penalty for another race. I don't know. But there might be something with kind of, strategy and sneakery that gives max an advantage even if it doesn't give him an outright win in sochi can you say more about the the two types of charts you're comparing and give us a little sense of what you're yeah what you're there? so when i'm looking at the event chart i'm basically asking a question will the favorites win or will the underdogs win and in this case the favorites are mercedes given their dominance and given the fact that you know the bookies have more or less position that's as a race that Mercedes will win. So when I'm looking at that chart, I'm looking for testimonies within this that 
will attest to that. And there are more positive testimonies for Mercedes winning in this event chart than there are for, you know, the rival winning. And then when I'm looking at the individual driver's birth charts, I'm looking at a couple of things, including the positions of the planets in the sky now compared to where they were at the time of the driver's birth and what those transits might mean. And then I'm also looking at different timing techniques to consider what kind of period or what kind of quality of time these drivers are experiencing now. But it's easier and you can get a little bit more granular when you're looking only at the event chart because transits manifest very differently for different people. And it's often quite literal, but it can often be quite surprising. So I have less luck and less accuracy when I'm looking at individual transits than when I'm looking at the event chart and trying to decide, will this person win, yes or no? So, and this, the stars seem to indicate something's up with Max, but probably still going to be a Mercedes victory. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And, you know, Max is, it's almost his birthday, actually. So, you know, the sun is about to return to the place that it was at the time of his birth. And I think that'll grant him, you know, a little peace of mind, a little luck. I think we always use our birthdays as a time to like reflect and rejuvenate and kind of recalibrate. And I think that will be the same for Max. The full guide to celebrating your birthday in the Netherlands. Let's see it. From DutchReview.com. You must pay for everything. You must host your own party. Everybody close to you will be congratulated. Uh, Gifts must be open immediately. Expect gifts. Eat a lot. It's your birthday. Enjoy it. Acknowledge a future social life around birthdays. This isn't very interesting. It sounds like a (laughs) wedding, but for yourself. You're not marrying somebody, but you're hosting and you're then getting gifts for said host. How to survive a Dutch birthday. A Dutch birthday party can best be described as a quote unquote party that involves sitting around in a circle all afternoon and chatting while drinking tea or coffee and eating cake. This has become known as a Dutch circle. And anyone who considers a party to be a party is someone who's passed out drunk in the corner, people are making it out in the kitchen, and it's going to be severely disappointed. So Dutch birthday party is disappointing. Is this race going to be a, a Dutch, Dutch birthday party? A Dutch circle for Max Verstappen? Zandvoort's kind of a Dutch circle and how unexciting that race was. Am I right? Yeah. I, I like Zandvoort. Anyways, can we say anything about if something unexpected will happen at the race? Because yeah. I mean, we've discussed how just absurdly unpredictable Formula One is. And I really like the idea of trying to fill that gap with astrology. So do I. And I think one cool thing that we've been able to track with some regularity is um, the moon and aspects that it makes to the planet Uranus seem to have coincided with more major crashes in Formula One this season. Ooh. Actually, yes, every crash that we've seen this year that you know resulted in some kind of like controversy or um, red flag happened when the moon was making one of the Ptolemaic aspects to Uranus, whether that was uh, a trine, a sextile, a square, an opposition, or a conjunction. So that means it's quite often and will be quite likely to happen, but there are some signs that the moon can be in where it will be an aversion to Uranus or it just won't be making an aspect. And this is a weekend where the moon will not be making any close aspects to Uranus. So So probably not exciting. It might not be exciting in an explosive and surprising way. Yeah, like we might not get any kind of shock out of Sunday's race. I'm not saying it'll be like processional and super boring, but we're not going to have one moment at which the whole race turns. I think about pivot, I don't think. Can I make a small prediction that isn't based on any astrology yeah. or just, just really Absolutely. At all? I do think Max will take the engine penalty. I do think he will finish in the top six. 
And I do think he and Lewis will have some dust. We could see, we could see some fireworks. If they interact at all, it's going to be like, even if Max just passes Lewis and they look at each other, it's going to be like, what does this mean? Did this ruin Lewis's entire race? So that'll be fun. Yeah. The stars say maybe an interesting race, but really we're hoping for, for weather. Yeah. We could do worse. Maybe it'll be funny because it's Russia. I think they wear funny hats. I think they wear funny Russian, you know, winter hats on the podium. So nice. That's your thing. If you want to drink out of one, go ahead. Ooh, they should drink out of the hat. That would be, I support that. What do we call that? How do you say hat in Russian? Um, any other thoughts on, on Sochi before we, we move on? Daniel Ricardo out of the points. <laughs> okay. Daniel at the points. What's the rest of the lineup? What do you got? Top five. Oh, do I have to have anything else? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lando win. Valtteri P2. Uh, Lewis P3. Uh, Gasly P4. Max P5. Lando win, huh? Yeah, why not? Yeah. McLaren's surprisingly strong. Nobody can yeah. overtake in Sochi. He just kind of runs away with it. If it's a wet qualifying, Lando could yeah. be on pole easily. It'd be great to see Lando get his first win. Is this first win? Dying. I'm dying for it. Yeah, I don't know. But I think if I had to give top five, I'd probably say Lewis P1, Terry P2, Lando P3, Gasly P4, and... P5 is always fun. It's like, oh. Be anyone, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, is it Charles? Is it Gasly? Is it... I kind of want to give it to Charles. This does seem like our default where it's like, like, I think we all think Charles winning. Charles. I like that all the, every time any American talks about it, we're all like, ah, Charles Leclerc. We're, we're, we don't, we don't say Charles. Oh, that's fun to say. Charles. But we do say Leclerc, even though it's not Leclerc, it's Leclerc. Respect the Monegasque. Say Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Anyways, I'm going to yeah, say Terry Lewis, Lando, Max. Uh, yeah, Charles. Fuck it, Charles. Yeah. Um, I do have a follow-up. Uh, the Russian word for winter hat is shopka. Shopka. Russian word for what? A winter hat. So a shopki. Yep. It'd be hard to drink out of. Yeah, if the fur is quite absorbent, it could be difficult. But if it's well preserved and oiled, perhaps it just like drains more easily. Got to be like seal oil, right? Yeah. To like make sure that your your head stays dry while you like fish on like a like decrepit Soviet era. Uh, so, not Siberia. Yeah, not Sib not not even close to Siberia. Sochi, not Siberia. They should put the next Grand Prix in Siberia. St. Petersburg can kiss my ass. I think they should be in the middle of Siberia. It's further north. Huh? I think it's further north, right? Yeah, I like- I think like the more remote would be speed. I think they should I think that'd be interesting. Ace race, yeah. Ice race, yeah. Chaos. So one last thing, I guess. So it's looking like Austin is a go for F1. And the reason why I say this is because, well, the W Series has doubled down on their final two races being in Austin. So they're doing a doubleheader in one weekend. Wow. Uh, So if Austin doesn't happen, like the W Series is like double screwed. um, We should go. Go see Jamie. Cheer her on. Double dose. Double dose of Formula Dub. Also, uh, Miami, May 8th, mm-hmm. Lock uh, it. I got a, a promotional email from them and there's three drivers on the promotional email. Can you guess which drivers they are? 
Lewis, Max, and Danny. I feel like they're putting someone from Haas because that's the American team. That's actually a good thought. They did not. Uh, it's Lewis, Max, and Lando. <laughs> yeah. Has Lando even been to America? 